Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Might sound a little different. We had a podcast fully finished and ready to go, and then our Peter Network shit the bed. So, uh, we don't have that. We're going to give you what we've managed to salvage. So you have something to listen to today, but we apologize. Uh, this won't be what you're used to. Uh, it sucks when the gear doesn't work. We're standing in our, our voice booth right now, sharing a microphone to talk to you. So this is good. That being said, you're still going to hear some good segments and stuff from today. Just, uh, yeah, a little more half-assed than normal. Sorry, things are not working properly. And, of course, the Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. we got to get our sponsor mentioned in there. Yeah. Thank you, Shane Holmes. Woo! ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I said the name Felicity yesterday, which, by the way, whatever happened to the name Felicity? Like, yeah, you don't hear Felicity anymore, do you? It didn't go out of style, per se, though, but it's just that nobody names their kids Felicity anymore. You know, some of the names you just are like, this is just not a name anymore that people weird. Remember that TV series, Felicity, yeah, by the way? Carrie Russell, was it? Yeah. yeah. My sister used to watch that. Anyway. God, uh, she had big hair in that show, didn't no, she? Oh, my Bigger. God, did she ever. Yeah, that was some Felicity hair right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, it's funny, though, because as I said that name out loud, I was like, I love the way that name sounds. Like, Felicity? There's something really? about it that sounds nice to me. It's a nice, soft Felicity. Oh, I do not like it. Oh, you hate it? No, nah, hey? there's way too much going on there. Oh, okay. Way you, too much going on. Really? You don't like the sound of Felicity? It's too close to electricity, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's fair. I like those soft S's in names, though. It Felicity. Got me in fact, I was thinking about this, and I was like, we should do a Frig Mary kill of names. <laughs> okay. So name you love, name you hate, name you wish was real, or you think sounds good. Now, this is getting complicated because I don't want to go with, like, names unless it, it has to have a good mouth feel. You know what I mean? Like, names that you like you like putting in your mouth and mixing around with that, like Felicity, although you hate that I one. Like so, Felicity, I mean, that's so probably that's the hate. Be, it's going to be one that I don't like. Okay, well, here we go, um, right off the bat there. Another name I don't like, and it's it's too bad because I, I know a lot of people with this name who I do really like. Yeah. The name Ian. Oh, yeah. Ian. Yeah, that's too it's bad, hey? two-thirds vowels. You're right. I have a problem with that. That is a problem. It just sounds like a, it sounds like a sound. It's not a. You're right. It's not a name. It's a sound it you hear like in the forest name. or something. Ian. Yeah, that's true. Ian. Oh yeah, that is a damn good one. Don't like Ian. I'm sorry, Ian's out there that are yeah, listening right I know now. Some I feel fine really Ian's, bad. But bad name. Yeah, I mean for me it's funny because it's the Burr like Bertha is a name that I don't like. There's the Burr like that mm-hmm. is annoying one to say. Not too many of those kicking around anymore. That's just it, right? Beatrice is another like there's a B the big B. I don't like that. You like <laughs> that just hurts my. So you don't like B, B names, hey? Not overly. I, I hate named to both say of my it. kids B names. That's true. Holy I have a. Uh, 
I have an aunt Burl. You yeah. probably wouldn't like that one, would you? Oh no, that's bad. Burl. It's funny though because as I say that, like Bo and Brigham, I like those. It's the B. There's a Burl. Yeah, that one. See, that's it. Burl. Again, Burl and Ian. Like, no, no, those two together. Please don't name your children that. What was the next one that we were doing? Uh, ones that you like. A name, name that I like. like. Yeah. Hmm. I pushed really hard with both of our boys, uh, with McKenna to name them John Boy. Yeah, John Boy. Can, I'm glad you didn't go with that. She one. wasn't feeling John Boy. No, I don't. That's think so. a funny name, man. It, it like, so this <laughs> name I've never heard somebody, but Cassiopeia. That's the name of a constellation. It is, but I was like, I like the sound of that. Alyssa is another one, but it has that same s- sound that you probably don't like, like Felicity. I like Alyssa. Alyssa, you like? Okay, so that's Cassiopeia, a little simple. Again, you're doing too much. That's okay. I, it is a bit of a mouthful. I like the sound of it, but as a name, really, as I think about it harder, not so much. Uh, but yeah, the, the S's I do really like. Like Alyssa is a good one. Again, nice and soft in your mouth. What about Cynthia? Cynthia. That's a nice one, too. I've yeah. always liked the name Stacy. Really? Yeah. And there were lots of Stacys kicking around when we were young. I don't. But- Okay. Only. Be, only <laughs> I don't like. I, I don't like that. I don't. Only care because for my it. boyfriend Zach was named Stacy. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot going on yeah, there. Fair enough. Uh, what about a name that's not a real name that you like? Well, take your pick from the Tolkien Legendarium. I could. <laughs> How much time do you got? I Shana? was about to blow your mind with this Beckler because guess what name that I really love. Huh. I wish that I had the Lord of the Rings music handy. It doesn't work the same magic yeah, it should that it be does swelling for you, up right? right now, it should be it? Galadriel. Oh, I like that name a lot. Okay, Lady of the Wood. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Of the little Florian. Look at me. Holy, Holy crap! What's happening over here? What kind of role reversal oh is happening? Oh my god, this, this is weird. But I do. That one's. You're gonna get me a little choked up here. I. I don't Where's know what's the, happening over the here. Damn I need music. I need to get. I need to get. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My kids and I got talking about uh, when the teacher does attendance in school. Oh yeah. And they call your name, and you have to say here. Yep. And I told them there was always some wiener kid in every class that would say, present. Oh, yeah. Like, so-and-so here. So-and-so the here. Present so-and-so kid. present. Oh, yeah. And always kind of like a wiener tone, always. too, right? Present. Oh, present. Boo. Boo. Just to be different, right? Just yeah. to be that kid. <laughs> boo that kid. Boo. <laughs> Can you boo children? I, I would. Boo! Do you remember when we talked about how um, companies have audio logos? Like they'll have like a little tune that plays that's supposed to identify their brand? Yeah. You could sort of do that with the attendance roll call too, couldn't you? You could. You could have your own sound that you made. Just mm. a, your own audio logo. Yeah. Uh, Beckler? Booyakasha! Is that how like you that, used to say that? I well? could. Uh, that was also almost equally as irritating as the kids uh, who would do that kind of thing, right? Just to really, they try and like make a joke or something and try and get people to laugh and they do that. And you're like, okay, come on, you too. I think you too. Billy Madison does that. Chill he? out. Yeah. Doesn't he, <laughs> he blows a huge raspberry, yep, blows a huge fart when and everyone, well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you just stick with the regular here, I think that that would be the best way to go about it rather <sighs> no than. flair to that though, is there? No, just. He- <laughs> yeah. Bird calls. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Beckler. Yeah. I'm here. and <laughs> podcast. So I finally got a new pair of glasses, Beckler. And I think I've told you about these things. Uh, these are the most embarrassing glasses in the world. So here's the Your thing. Your old pair? Yes, my old pair that um, 
So I wear contacts right now. So I only need these glasses at night and my benefits from work don't even cover my contacts. So to the idea of having to pay for new glasses, it was always just kind of, I was like, no, I'd rather get more contacts. So I've let these things go for the last 10 years and they're so bad that it got to the point where I really couldn't see out of them anymore. How long should a pair of glasses last? I don't wear glasses. Well, my prescription continued to get worse as well. So the prescription's really old and the glasses themselves are an embarrassment right now. They have been crazy glued. <laughs> they are completely beaten up. And I honestly, they're so bad. I would like you, to, can we eulogize these glasses? Is that possible? Absolutely. I've got these here. Okay. So I'm going to put them on for you so you can take a little look. <laughs> Uh, one of the lenses one just one popped out, or part of it. Just popped part, out. Some of the lens is still in there. But. So this one oh, has... Oh, yeah. This one has... has wow, pretty. Crazy, <laughs> crazy glue all over it, so I can't see out of this lens. By the way, it doesn't bend because... See this? No, that one's... I had to crazy glue this this yeah. one this one side back together here. Um, Jeez, they sit so nice and straight on your face, too. Wow. It's good. Thank you. You look like a crazy person. (laughs) This is how I was walking around in my house. I was like, if there was ever an emergency and somebody had to like, I can't even somebody had to come and answer the door. Like imagine if I passed out, I died with these on. (laughs) I can't even see. There's no lens left on one side. Yeah, those are some terrible, terrible glasses. I, I was actually, I was like, I don't even know if I want to. (laughs) <laughs> want to admit this to you, but I, I'm here. I am. Okay. Dude, would you like to say a few words yes, about please. the worst pair of glasses I think I've ever seen? I have a eulogy written here. I can't even see it. They make Harry Potter's glasses look nice here. <laughs> we are gathered here today to remember my glasses, <laughs> or what's left of them. These glasses have seen some things. Okay, they've been stepped on and sat on and bent and broken. Oh, by you don't say. By, by the looks of it, I attempted to detonate them at one point as well. But you know what? It's a miracle I still have them, Beckler. Like these things are still around for ten for ten years. They're still they're still here. It's hard here. to look at you. I'm just gonna look over here. I think they might be cursed. <laughs> it's like that doll that you try and bury that just keeps popping back. Up. Looks a little more gnarly from the every time. Oh, never have it back. Throw them in the garbage. They'll be on your nightstand again tonight. It's like my version of Jumanji are these <laughs> things, okay? But you know what? It's time to actually lay them to rest or try. I don't. I think they're gonna pop back up and haunt me for wow. the rest of the time. I think they're like the Keith Richards of glasses. <laughs> they just tend to, something. They feed off something every time they get stepped or crazy glued on. And I'm back for this. Anyway, they're 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 done. Yep, probably past time. It's time to lay them to rest. I think I this hurts my eyes. Beckler, do you have a musical tribute for my glasses? Uh, sure. Okay, thank so. you. These eyes cry every night for you. <laughs> for those glasses, that's what they're crying for. Stop looking at the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I subscribe to uh, the section of Reddit that's all like DIY stuff. So like. People asking for tips on home improvement and all that. And oh, yeah. Get some good advice there. But there was a post recently, uh, and it showed the plumbing under a sink. So you can see the drain going into the wall and the water lines coming out. And there's like the open drywall around it. And the question was, what's the best way to stop cigarette smoke coming up by the pipes from the apartment below? <laughs> 
And I was like, you got oh yourself a serious Terry living beneath Terry, you. Terry, what are you doing down there? <laughs> if the smoke is coming through the walls. Holy. And like out by the plumbing. It might be time to lay off the dark. Yeah. How hard are you smoking Holy down there, Terry? crap. The smoke is coming out from underneath someone's bathroom Just vanity. Nonstop. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's really some funny. serious darting. Although it was like, I used to live in an apartment where there was a, a hard darter as well, remember? I was going to say this. When I read that, it reminded me of that Terry that you lived by. Yeah. Where his smoke would come through the dryer. Yes. <laughs> and I think it was like two floors below. In fact, it might have been coming from his truck. I was like, because he, he was the one who I would know if he was ever there in the parkade within like two hours because his truck smelled so strongly of darts that you could smell it for miles. You said you could smell it from the outside, You right? could like smell walk- it from the outside. And you'd be like, well, Terry's home, clearly, yeah. That's incredible. That is insane. That's so. That's such a strong smell. Yes, and then oh. somehow, <laughs> I didn't know if it was truck or, or it was him, but something was coming through my dryer. So you'd open the dryer, which is supposed to be where the clean clothing is, and I'd be like, it smells like darts in here, honestly. Like, how is that even possible? I don't know. I wonder if he was blowing it into his dryer so his old lady wouldn't know he was smoking Holy in the apartment. Crap. But that's Terry, so funny. Also, can you imagine as the old lady, Terry, you, you can't be smoking in the, in the dryer. We need this for the clean clothes. Dryer's broken again. I better go take a look at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Half inside the dryer is that blown is a dart. That is something else, right? You're just like, that needs, <laughs> you need to lay off the darts. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Someone just posted this on Facebook, Beckler, and I wanted your take on it because I found it interesting. It says this. I have a tenant that is requesting a reduction in rent due to construction activity that is occurring on the exterior of the building outside of her unit. She works nights, so it's certainly not ideal, but nothing I have any control over. What amount would be fair to deduct? I've messaged the condo management company to find out some sort of time frame for when the work is expected to be completed, but haven't received a reply yet. Damn, that's a tough situation. Yeah. What would you do? Because I get it from the tenant's perspective. You're yeah. like, well, I paid for a nice, quiet building, mm-hmm. and it's not. Yeah. But also from the landlord's perspective, like the work's being done probably by the the condo, the condo board. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it. Nope. So, and this, I mean, work does happen periodically on any residence, right? Yeah. So, man, that's tough. I mean, I think it would come down to the position that the landlord is in. Like, yeah. if they're if they're able to offer a bit of a... A deduction in rent without, like, bringing on hardship to themselves, then that would be a kind thing to do. It's funny because, like, it really has nothing to do with the landlord. You know what I mean? No. Like, it, it truly doesn't. So a lot of people are like, you don't give a discount for that. Like, that's stupid. No, and like like I said, work gets done all the time. They, they trim trees. They work on the roads. Like, it's yeah. just part of living and in, that's in society. Kind right? of it. And downtown, it nonstop. Like, I've lived downtown my entire time, and there's always construction going on. And we have strange schedules, so I have to be in bed pretty early, too. And there's things that will go on late. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, my schedule, unfortunately, isn't always ideal for that but it's also like well that's my schedule it has nothing to yeah. do with anybody else so and i don't know but from the tenant's perspective it's like okay this is work being done on your investment mm-hmm. this isn't that's just it too. this isn't what i paid for so man that is really tough yeah i suppose it is really in the position of the landlord you'd have to be honest with them and be sympathetic and be like this is but if you don't have the money to you know, offer a discount, then what do you do? Yeah, and if you could, you could say, okay, I'll knock a couple hundred bucks off your rent until the work is done. Yeah. But. Here's a real nice pair of earplugs. 
Okay. I'll get you the finest pair of the slip, Cadillac of earplugs. Slip those ones in and give her a go. And if you're working nights, like you said, we work weird hours too. Yeah. Like you should be able to fall asleep given some activity going on, right? Totally. Yeah. But I also and I understand like how how disruptive is the work? Is the building shaking? Is and again, the, if part of the reason that you decided to rent in that building was because it was quiet at that time of day and it was ideal for your schedule and then all of a sudden that changes, it's tough, right? They're it is like, tough. Can I get yeah, out of this now? They both have a point. Um, sticky situation. Sticky very one. Sticky. Yeah. Real I, sticky. I think if the landlord can offer a discount, then that's a nice just, landlord. If yeah. they can't, then you could just say, "Look, I like it's tight. I haven't raised rent. Maybe they had it tight without knowing the specifics know. of their arrangement. It, it'd be tough. Be tough to say. But, yeah. Yeah. But that would be a good landlord if they did. Yeah. Other the otherwise it just just too bad. So sad. Deal with it. Podcast. I missed part of the show yesterday, Shauna, but were you talking about this new beverage that claims to, to cut blood alcohol level? The safety shot. The safety shot. That's yeah, what I heard. I mentioned Ryan, it briefly. Yeah, yeah. I heard Ryan Ty talking about it the other day, too. Um, I don't really believe any of these hangover prevention products really work. I said the same thing. I was just like, there's so many of these things that you see. Oh, they take this. And I'm yep. like, yeah, if they truly worked, I feel like everybody would be using them. Yeah, right? like, I feel like it's kind of like, you know, hair loss stuff too, right? If it worked, you, there wouldn't be any bald rich guys. But, that's it, like <laughs> penis enhancement drugs. Everybody would be using them. If, that's right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But McKenna and I got, my wife McKenna and I got talking about this. And I was thinking, is hangover the big reason? Because you and I don't party that hard anymore. We used to party. No, We yes. don't really drink that heavily anymore. Waking up at three in the morning is a big damper on that for sure as well. Yeah. Is that the big reason why you don't drink heavily anymore? What would Let's say there's 100 points to why you don't drink heavily anymore. Yeah. What, what would hangover make up of those 100 points? What would your schedule make up? Like, how would you... Sch- schedule is definitely a big one. Yeah. Um, that along with just the the feeling the next so i don't really get hung over but the anxiety and as i get older there seems to be more and more anxiety or something the next day that i get or like a mixer of that in depression mm-hmm. and i mean the alcohol down. is a downer right yeah. so it's that kind of stuff that i don't really like about it but the schedule is a big one too because you know people want to stay out till two in the morning so i have friends who love to you know, on a Friday, they're like, oh, it's been a long week. I want to stay out till two. And I'm like, I was up at three. So if I stay out till two, that is a 23 hour day for me. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, just health wise, it's just not good for you. Like I can, I'm like, that's why no. See, I don't get real bad hangovers. Yeah. Or and even if I do, I'm able to power through it. So that's not like the, the biggest reason why I don't drink heavily anymore. And that's it's, why for me, like that anxiety is different than I can burn off. Like I don't actually feel bad. Yeah. It's mentally I can't, but it takes an hour and I'll feel right back. But mm-hmm. I just don't like that. Yeah. I'm with you too. And I worry about, like, I don't like, that's what I'm looking for. I want to to be myself, you know, yes. at night, not like say something stupid, do something stupid. Like that's I'm very it. concerned with that now. Yeah. Um, there's the long-term health implications, which is, is big for me, too. You know, I got two kids, and I want to be around to Obviously, be an old man yeah. for when they have kids and stuff. Yeah, that's not as important for me. I don't have any kids waiting <laughs> on me, so... <laughs> not trying to live as I long as you can. Long. It's good. Um, the cost yeah. is a big one, too, because, I mean, if I do drink, then I got to get a cab home or an Uber home, and that ends up costing a ton of money, so... Yep. There's that. When I mentioned this to McKenna, she brought up an interest... For her, her reason for not drinking heavily is different. It's the calories, because yeah. she's so careful with her fitness and her diet and she everything. Is, she is jacked. Yeah, yeah. she's got a six-pack. Yeah. So you can't drink really heavily and still have a six-pack, right? That's so true. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, of course, health-wise. Like, you drink every night and you're going to 
you're going to feel it. Yeah. Not going to be good that so way either. For me, I'd say probably like 30 points cost, 30 points anxiety, as you described it. Yeah. 30 points uh, wanting to, to live a long, healthy life. Yeah. And for me, it's probably, yeah, 30 points anxiety. Uh, 30 points are schedule that mm-hmm. just, I don't like. Yeah. It's just if I, if I stay up that long, it just feels so bad the next day. You can just tell it's not good for you. So that kind of ties into health as well. Yep. And yeah, 30 points. Just don't want to be not myself anymore. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, if you could remove some of those aware. things. You want to be aware. You want to be, I want to be present. <laughs> if we could remove some of those things, I'd be a booze bag probably. I would party so hard, but. Yeah. Which <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's good either. No, right? probably no. not. Mm. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Steve, had another TV trope for us. Now, we've talked about the cliche airport trope before where to declare your love, you run through the airport and you buy a ticket last minute and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, There's another faucet of this trope, though, that we didn't really bring up, and it's very valid as well. It's the ditching of the car. So whether it's at the airport or elsewhere, when a man is chasing after the love of his life and he needs to rush to catch her, right, he will park the car somewhere illegally or right up front of the airport or whatever, and then he'll just run and he'll leave the car there. And there's always this scene where the security person or the concierge or whatever is yelling after him like, hey, man, what are you doing? You can't leave the car here. You can't. And then he just goes, I don't care. Tow it. You know, just. Leave, I, I what, take it. I don't care. That is a grand gesture right there, okay? Just ditching the car ditching entirely. Ditching car? Especially because this always happens like busy places where they will tow it, right? And it'll be very expensive for you to get that thing back. But you don't care. But you don't care. Because, because of it's, love. Again, it's the grand love. gesture of love that you're showing. I've also felt that I may have said this too when we talked about the airport run trope. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened, by the way? Have you ever seen it happen? You spend a lot of time in airports. You ever seen anybody make a mad dash for the gate? It's it's not a thing. I also think that all of this behavior is very pre 9-11. Like, I don't think that the airport would allow you to get away with that now. I don't think you can just ditch a vehicle right out front and then go sprinting could, through though. the airport. And Have you seen how I, strict it's always been with cars at airports? You can't just leave a car. There's people who are constantly patrolling because it's such a madhouse when it comes to people trying to pick people up. No, that car would be towed within five minutes, no matter what. Yeah, like, it's gone. You can't. She gone. I just think it's it's super Stupid. dangerous behavior, too. And then yeah. you, you hop the turnstiles at security and run. No. No, the whole thing. You're is. never going to fly again. Well, you, you can't even you you can't do terrorist. that anymore. You <laughs> can't do any of that. No, that's pre 9-11 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even and then buying a ticket last minute like that, like that's that doesn't happen. And if it does, you'd be flagged as well. Like <laughs> and your ticket, if you buy it day of, I don't know if you know, it would be four thousand dollars. A ticket that's like 200 normally would be four grand. They purposely make it so it's near impossible. Possible. Who's spending that? Again, a grand gesture of love. Take my car. It was Four more grand, uh, sure. more romantic in a different time, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. And then you get to her and you go, I love you. And she's like, oh, I don't feel the same. I uh, get on my flight now. Now I'm on a no fly list. And my car is missing. <laughs> <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Did you see this video going around of the lighting of the worst Christmas tree in Canada? No. I love these, though. <laughs> this happened, I think it was in Aurelia, Ontario. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's gathered in the town square or whatever, and then they do the big countdown. And when the lights come on, well, here it comes. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> All out for that, eh? <laughs> Is that it? He says. So it's just. It's just the trunk of this tree that they've lit. This like scraggly old tree. Oh no! Like, was it a joke? Or no, is this it was for real. Um, oh okay. Who? Like my, my house, my own house has far more bulbs than this tree has no. on it. No, in their like their big town Christmas tree, it's terrible. Did they have it's, some budget cuts or something? Like, well, well, we've got two strings to deal with, so let's just uh, leave it. Oh, man. I love how you don't even need to see the tree. You could just hear the reaction. and goes, woo. Well, oh, like, that's it? Is that it? Oh, man. No. He well. says, and then my favorite part is that they... <laughs> Kids, there's kids trying to start another countdown because they think there's there's more lights that are going to oh, be coming. Oh, that's so sad. No, that's <laughs> is the Charlie Brown Christmas. They're just trying to be nice to the tree. Okay. Yep. That is it awful. It was a bit of a shank here, Sean, as they, we'd say. Imagine you're the the decorator of the first city and you have to answer to that. You're standing there. Yeah. What happened? Oh no, that is I just bad. Very quietly back away. Yes. Yes. No, this wasn't me. I'm going to hand in my resignation <laughs> now. That's the and Shauna podcast. So you wanted me to talk about tsunamis? Yeah. Big ass waves? Big ass waves. I saw this video on TikTok and it was talking about some of the biggest tsunami waves ever. Um, so the largest wave ever surfed, by comparison, was 24 meters. And there's a video of it and it's insane. That's, like the surfer's yeah. a dot on it. My lord. Um, the waves from the 2004 tsunami in the Indian Ocean, which killed like a quarter million people, those yeah. were 30 meters. Uh, there was a tsunami in Alaska 1946 on April Fool's Day. It's called the April Fool's Day Tsunami, which is a terrible name. Yeah, terrible. That sounds like it's a joke. Straight to the point. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, 50-meter waves. Oh, my lordy be. And waves traveled across the ocean at 800 kilometers per hour after that. So it was an earthquake near Alaska and and eventually hit Hawaii. That's insane. Gets bigger. Um, The dinosaur, like the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs, where it hit in Mexico, they estimate that the waves that generated around the world were 100 meters. How would they know? How can they even verify? Well, I'm, there's got to be a way you could look for it to That's see. That's crazy. That is I guess, so crazy. Maybe changes in the geology at certain elevations, or I guess so. Um, but there, there have been even bigger waves in instances where rocks have slid into the water, um, like when Mount St. Helens erupted. I guess there were like 200 meter waves when the rocks hit the the lake below. That's hard to fathom. It is. Yeah. Here's the biggest one ever. The 1958 Latuya Bay earthquake and mega tsunami in Alaska, a rock slide uh, generated so much water displacement that they found washed out vegetation at an elevation of 524 meters. Yeah, that so doesn't sound real. 1,700 feet That's above insane. above sea level is wow. where these waves got up to. How did they not destroy Earth? I don't know. By comparison, the tallest building in Calgary, Brookfield Place, is 247 meters. So yeah, there were waves nearly twice that height. I don't believe it. Well, it's insane. Yeah. Um, but that was the big one. The 1958 Latuya Bay earthquake. I still don't, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. crazy. What did you learn about? Uh, this is super quick, but I was just learning about really old maps. And I guess way, way back when maps were first designed, they used, they used serpents to indicate hazards back then so maps would actually have snakes on them to indicate and i was like i wonder if that's where like snakes and ladders comes from that was that, my immediate thought when you said that yeah and i think it is um which is crazy i also was learning about how you know before the arctic was actually discovered mm-hmm. 
um, on all the maps that you see from way, way back before they really knew what was going on up there, uh, there was always mystical and mythical creatures that they would put up in the maps up there. So you can see these weird like things that don't really exist. One other thing, though, that was fairly common for a map up way up north was a magnetic mountain, a really massive magnetic mountain. And that was because uh, these sailors, early sailors, found that their compasses began to show weird readings in northern climates. So they all thought there was this weird, gigantic mountain. something was up there throwing the... Yeah, throwing things off. And so you can see that in a bunch of maps as well. So it's crazy because there's a lot of these maps where people didn't know and they would just kind of design what they thought was up there. Mm -hmm. And it would stick for... For decades, because other people would kind of see that and then maybe in their own head be like, yeah, that must be a thing that's up there. And it was all just really in people's heads. But meanwhile, Inuit people knew what was up there. Yeah. But even some you talk about the myth, mystical creatures and stuff. If you look into some Inuit lore and yeah. some of their stories, like there are there's talk of like giants. Yes. And so, you know, when you look at something like the world of Game of Thrones, where they don't really know what's beyond the wall. Yeah. Um. It's not too different from no, you know, some of the legend that we have here. It's true. And in those maps, like people truly believed that those mythical things were up there. Yeah. Right? They were like, oh, yeah, that's that's real. That's up there. And some of the Indian stories would probably corroborate, corroborate. that. Too. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, there's some crazy stuff up there. Yep. I like that. I, I like that a lot. Fun. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.